1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Uniselect Inc. 2021 First Quarter Results Conference Call. At this time, all lines are in a listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question-and-answer session. If at any time during this call you require immediate assistance, please press star zero for the operator. Note that today's call is being recorded. Bonjour, Mesdames et Messieurs, et bienvenue à la conférence téléphonique sur les résultats du premier trimestre 2021 de Uniselect. Pour le moment, toutes les lignes sont en mode d'écoute seulement. Après la présentation, nous procéderons à une séance de questions et réponses. Si à tout moment au cours de cet appel, vous avez besoin d'une assistance immédiate, veuillez appuyer sur étoile zéro pour obtenir l'opérateur. L'appel d'aujourd'hui est enregistré. Je voudrais maintenant céder la parole à Louis Junot, chef de la direction des affaires juridiques et administration et secrétaire corporatif And I would like to turn the conference over to Louis Junot, Chief Legal and Administrative Officer, and Corporate Secretary. Please go ahead.
2: Thank you, Sylvie. Uh, good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us for the Uniselect's first quarter conference call. Presenting this morning are Brent Wyndham, President and CEO of Uniselect and President and CEO of the Canadian Automotive Group, and Eric Bussiard, Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer. Following their comments, we'll open the call for questions. Please note that all documents referred to in today's conference call, including this webcast presentation, can be found on our website at uniselect.com in the Investors section. As noted on slide two, I would like to remind you about the caution regarding forward-looking statements, which is applied to our presentation and comments. All amounts are expressed in U.S. dollars, except as otherwise specified. With that, let me turn the call over to Brett.
3: Thank you, Louie. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our Q1 results conference call. Before we begin, I would like to give a special thanks to our team for supporting our customers during these unusual, unusual times <coughs> Excuse me. and going the extra mile to ensure that we've served our customers to the highest standards we continue to manage with the proper safety protocols to safeguard our team members and our customers and proactively adjust our operations to the evolution of the pandemic. Let's turn to page four for the market conditions, please. In the US, the CCC reported double digit month-over-month decline in January and February in line with the pattern of the previous six months. However, in March, reversed the negative trend to being actually up 8.1 8.1 percent for a total negative negative of 9.5 for the first quarter <clears throat> i would like to make two observations about the data please first it's important to know that we track our performance with the ccc data and in the markets in which we operate and from that point of view we are tracking and maintaining our overall leading market position second claims counts in march 2021 are actually down 12.7 percent compared to march 2019 a more comparable month that does not include the impact from COVID. Therefore, the slower recovery in the refinish market is still ongoing. In Canada, with the limited data we have, we have seen a strong rebound of pre-COVID levels this quarter. However, there, there remains challenges related to the current lockdowns from coast to coast. In the UK, and the current impact from the third confinement hit hard in January, but recovered quickly. According to the UK government statistics office, car road traffic hit a low of 29% of normal levels in its worst day in January, and has since recovered to over 90%. And we are proud of how the team has continued to manage through the volatility. Overall, the industry data suggests that the performance of each of our businesses are in line with their respective market. Let's turn to page seven for the highlights for the first quarter. We had a strong start to the year. despite being up against a comparable quarter that was marginally impacted by the early stages of the pandemic. In essence, the auto parts business continues to improve in spite of the additional lockdown measures in Canada and the UK and a volatile supply chain. However, as expected, the refinished business in the US is on a slower path to recovery. Consolidated sales for the first quarter were down 9% to 370 million from 408 million last year, primarily attributable to a slower recovery at finish master and to a lesser extent the reduced number of days of, number of billing days. These factors were partially offset by the continued improvements at CAG and the sustained results at TPA. <clears throat> I would also add that we had a positive impact from the currency conversion effect. Organic growth continued its sequential improvement and ended, the, ended at a negative 10.2 percent for the first quarter up from 12 percent in the fourth quarter. In turn, the adjusted EBITDA increased 68% to 28 million, or a margin of 7.6%, compared to 17 million, or a margin of 4.1% last year. The margin improved a solid 350 basis points. The marked improvement was primarily driven by the benefits from our actions in 2020, the ongoing cost control measures in 2021, as well as the improved gross margins at CAG and TPA to a lesser extent it was also due to a particular items such as a reversal of bad debt in the quarter as well as fx losses and one-time charge totaling 4.5 million last year these factors were partially offset and partially compensated by the lower absorption of fixed costs finally in combination with our strong collection efforts and active inventory management translated into a lower than expected seasonal increase in our debt levels Eric will provide more details on this later. Turning to page eight for Finish Master, please. At Finish Master, demand continues to improve, but remains in a rebound mode under 2019 levels. This quarter, severe weather conditions in the U.S. Southwest and Northeast had negative impacts in some of the regions where we operate, adding pressure to the market in recovery and translating to a slower uptick as discussed before. Sales were down 22% to $158 million due to the impact from the pandemic and the challenging environment. Organic growth continued its sequential improvement from the trough set in the second quarter last year and ended Q1 21 better than Q4 20 with a negative impact of $38 million. While our sales are down, our market position continues to remain strong as sales are mostly in line with the markets in which we operate. While our adjusted EBIT was $10.1 million for the first quarter versus $12.1 million for the same period last year, our margin increased from 6% to 6.4% or 40 basis points. The improvement was primarily due to the benefits from the improvement plans and cost control measures, the partial reversal of bad debt as well as a one-time charge last year. These factors were partially offset by the lower fixed cost absorption. For the second quarter in a row, Finnish Master is, reported, is reporting adjusted EBITDA and margins exceeding the previous quarter, which is a testament to the success of the numerous measures put in place in 2020. Our deep dive into our value and operational effectiveness is starting to take shape and normalize for seasonality. We expect to see continued progressive improvements during the year. Let's turn to page nine, please, for the Canadian group. CAG continued to perform well under the current context, increasing sales and profitability over the same period as last year, despite the impact from the additional government-imposed lockdown measures in the first quarter. Sales reached 115 million, up 6% from 109 million last year, driven by the positive currency conversion effect and acquisitions, partially offset by the lower number of billing days. Sales have returned at the 2019 levels and in fact have surpassed them in the past three quarters and we have experienced upward demand trends, despite the impact from the pandemic demonstrating our robust and resilient business model. Organic growth was marginally positive for this quarter in line with the past few quarters. We're seeing a solid performance of our independent members and ongoing improvement in our corporate stores, despite the lockdown measures. In the quarter, we completed the integration of our point of sale system for all our corporate stores, except for the ones recently acquired. Which will continue to lead to, to efficiencies. Adjusted to EBITDA reached, one, uh, excuse me, reached 11.8 million, or a margin of 10.2%, up from 2.7 million, or a margin of 2.5% for the same period last year. This marked improvement was mainly driven by the benefits from the improvement plans and cost control measures, as well as the improved gross margins. It was also due to the favorable variance in foreign exchange, <coughs> which lifted the margin. Note this is the fourth consecutive quarter where the adjusted EBITDA margin is above 10%. This truly reflects our team's ability and dedication to manage the business, continues to grow, and is showing these robust and sustained results. Going forward, we will continue to execute several initiatives to drive sustainability and improve our customer service. We will focus on profitable growth and make select tuck-in acquisitions. Let's turn page 10. Excuse me, page 10 for the Parts Alliance. TPA continues to improve improve its results, increasing sales and profitability over the same period last year. Despite the impact from the additional government-imposed lockdowns measures in the first quarter, sales reached $97 in line with the same period last year, as the positive currency conversion was offset by the impact from the pandemic and the lower billing days. Organic growth was a negative 4.5%, slightly improved, but generally in line with the second half of 2020. In the quarter, we continued to migrate our stores to our single point of sale system for, the, for all the UK branches. Adjusted EBITDA reached 9.9 million, or a margin of 10.2%, up from 4.7 million, or a margin of 4.8% last year. The margin was up 540 basis points over the last year and represents the highest margin generated by tpa since q1 2018. note this is the third consecutive quarter that tpa has improved its adjusted EBITDA margin over the co- corresponding period last year we believe this profitability can be sustained and improved over time going forward we will continue to execute our continuous improvement initiatives and we will focus on profitable growth and make selective greenfields depending on the market conditions. With this, I will now turn it over to Eric to complete our financial review. Eric? Thank you, Brent. Good morning, everyone. Turn to page
4: 12 for comments relating to our cash flow. Recall that we typically burn cash in the first quarter. This year, we used only $500,000 of cash from operations versus $13 million for the corresponding period last year. This improvement was mainly due to our improved profitability and continued proactive working capital management. As we put strong emphasis on cash collection and inventory management this quarter, our improved prof- profitability also fueled our free cash flow, which we doubled from 14 million in Q1 20 to 27 million in Q1 2021. Turning to, our, turning to our cash on page 13, we use our liquidity to fund customer investments for 4 million and invested in capital expenditure for 2 million. We only invested a small amount in the CapEx this quarter, as we are still in the process of ramping up our program after a year-long pause. Turning to our financial position on page 14. Given our proactive cash management and improved profitability, our total net debt only increased modestly from three months ago, as at March 31, 2021, our outstanding total net debt stood at $383 million, including $98 million of IFRS leases obligations. Representing an increase of 13 million versus 370 million and 101 million, respectively, at the end of 2020. Driven by our improved profitability and proactive cash management, our leverage ratio further decreased to 3.8 times in Q1 2021 from 4.2 times at the end of 2020. Turning to page 15. At quarter end, we had approximately 267 million of liquidity, which is an impulse position considering our requirements. As, of, as at March 31st, 2021, we were in compliance with all our bank covenants. Note that in Q2 2021, we are required to have a minimum bid of $20 million, and we are very confident to be able to achieve this. Turning to page 17 for the outlook. Our outlook has not changed significantly from what we were expecting three months ago. We expect our consolidated 2021 sales to improve over 2020, but not to return to 2019 level before the second half of 2022. As mentioned previously, the refinish market will take longer to recover than the auto parts business, as it is not only dependent on miles driven, but also on new car sales and traffic density. In terms of profitability, we expect our consolidated adjusted EBD in absolute dollar and on a margin basis to improve over 2020, but at varying degrees depending on the business segments. One factor to keep in mind for 2021 is that it is unlikely that we will benefit from the same level of government subsidies as we did in 2020. Note that we received about $6 million in government subsidies last year, of which $4.2 million was in the third quarter and mostly related to CAC, and about 700000 was in the second quarter and mostly related to TPA. For Finish Master, we expect sales to improve over 2020, but we do not expect to return to 2019 levels as the impact from the pandemic is compounded by the original structural changes in the refinish industry we also expect to improve our adjusted EBDA margin versus 2020. Our objective is to continue to tailor our costs to serve for the various channels. For CAG, we expect both sales and adjusted EBDA margin improvements over 2020. Our objective continues to be to grow organically and through strategic acquisition to consolidate our position in the Canadian market. Similarly, for TPA, we expect both sales and adjusted margins improvement over 2020. Our objective continues to be to grow primarily through selective greenfield. We are currently planning to open a few in 2021, depending on market conditions. For modeling purposes, net finance costs for 2021 should be in line with last year, excluding the loss of debt in while the tax rate should be between 20 and 22%. In terms of cash deployment, we will continue to manage capital investment and working capital proactively. However, we will be ramping up certain investment back to near pre-COVID level. For twenty twenty-one, we expect to invest about twelve million for maintenance capex and between ten to sixteen million for development capex. While CapEx investments remain low in the first quarter, we anticipate a marked ramp up in the second half of the year. We also expect to invest between $14 to 16 million in customer incentives. Considering all these factors, we expect our total net debt level at the end of 2021 to be similar to the level of 2020. However, our leverage ratio should be lowered, as our adjusted EBITDA is expected to be higher. Note that there remains regional uncertainty in some markets due to the pandemic and the slower recovery in the refinished market. Therefore, our outlook is based on certain assumptions and visibility as of today. Turning to page 18, I would like to conclude our comments re- relating specifically to the second quarter. We expect Q2 2021 to be a marked improvement over the same period last year, The second quarter is typically the strongest quarter of the year and the impact from the pandemic hit through the Q2 2020. As a result, organic growth and adjusted EBITDA margin in all three business segments are expected to increase year over year, but at varying degrees.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
4: Note that we will ex- we will expect the overall performance of TBE to be better than the comparable quarter last year when compared to Q2 2019. The result will be partly mitigated by the shift of the MOT mandatory testing last year due to the pandemic. While we do not expect this shift to alter total sales for the year, it will impact the seasonality of the results of TPA. At this time, it is difficult to determine the magnitude of the shift. In addition, note that the total debt, net debt level in Q2 2021 will marginally rise from Q1 2021 level, but the increased sales, due to the increased sales, that will have an impact on our account receivables and some restocking in the business with its associate payables. In line with this, we expect to use cash flow from operation again in the second quarter and turn cash flow positive during the second half of the year. In closing, we are confident that we have a solid financial plan to ride the last miles of the pandemic and ample liquidity to meet our current departing and capital needs. This concludes our presentation. We are now ready for ans- for questions. Operator?
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions, please press star followed by one on your tone phone. You will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request. And if you would like to withdraw your question, simply press star followed by two. And if you are using a speakerphone, we do ask that you please lift the handset first. Once again, please press star one if you have any questions. And your first question will be from Na- Naman Sati at Laurentian Bank. Please go ahead.
5: Hi. Good morning. Good
2: morning.
5: Uh, so my first question is more on the gross margin side. There's a slight improvement there, but in your prepared remarks, you've mentioned about uh, volatile supply chain. So I'm just wondering if uh, you could provide some color that if you're seeing any cost pressures, are there any supply chain issues, and just uh, resultantly, if if you if you've increased any of the pricing um,
3: for all, all of the three businesses or the three segments that you have there.
0: Um.
3: So I would say in the auto parts side is really where we're seeing any challenges on the supply chain, certainly not in the refinish side, Um, but uh, on the auto parts side, certainly we've seen some cost increase on our freight and delays from uh, our shipments, and certainly we've seen some volatility in some of our domestic suppliers, both in the UK as well as in in Canada. We continue to manage through those, uh, and certainly it's a challenge, but uh, as you can see, we've sort of mitigated most of that. Uh, certainly, from a, from a pricing point of view, uh, we're starting to see price increases and inflation coming from some of our our supply uh, partners. And certainly, we've increased our, our cost uh, or our pricing on the due to the freight costs that we've seen that's come through uh, on the direct sourcing product side of our business. So, to some, but nothing uh, significant at this point.
5: Okay, so you can continue to serve the clients even even with this pressure, yes. right? Yes, yes.
3: Okay. Yes, sir. Okay.
5: No, that's right. And just uh, um, on the Finnish master side, I just want to get my head around this. So uh, from what I understand, the lockdowns have been much less in the U.S. as opposed to Canada. But the the contraction in Finnish masters is a lot. I know you mentioned the density in new cars but um, are there any other factors other than that because uh, the sale of old cars has been you know much higher Uh, the lockdowns have been substantially reduced so is it just about uh, the new car sales that would eventually result in uptake in the business or is there something else that we should look at as well
3: well i believe that the fundamental thing that's impacting it today is just the driving patterns i mean we're certainly seeing the, you know, less density in the major markets, uh, resulting in le- less collisions. I mean, you can, you can see that in the insurance reports, as insurers' reports as well. Uh, certainly, that's true in Canada as well uh, for different reasons, but uh, you know, it's just pure demand right now.
5: Okay, that's fair. And just last from my end, before. So in the TPA business, you had mentioned that you transitioned to a single POS system. I'm just wondering if, if there is anything left on the cost side. Is there something that you're doing there, or that's pretty much done, and now it's about uh, growing the top line there?
3: Well, we we certainly have done most of the heavy lifting, and uh, TPA and CAGS is, is done. Uh, but we're we're certainly on a continuous improvement journey in all three businesses. We're and we're certainly beginning our pro, our uh, we've done a lot of work in, in FM as well, um, so you know there's certainly goodness in front of us in all three of the businesses that we're going to continue to pursue. All
5: right, that's it from me. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Next question will be from Benoit Poirier at Desjardins. Please go ahead.
6: Yes. Uh, good morning, everyone, and uh, congrats for uh, the good quarter. Uh,
3: thank you. So good morning, Benoit. Uh, uh,
6: yeah. So now, when we look at the margins at Parts Alliance and the Canadian Automotive Group, it does improve. It's back on track. Uh, there's been also new appointments combined with an improved balance sheet. Uh, I was wondering whether it does open the door for a look at some strategic moves. And if so, could you maybe provide some color?
3: I, I don't think we're in a position at this point, Benoit, to, to really comment on that. I don't think that, you know, right now we're focused on operating the businesses and continuing to see the improvements that we've seen. Um, certainly, as Brian comes on board, he and I will will we'll have those discussions at the appropriate time if, if it's there. Okay, that, that's perfect.
6: Great caller. And Brent, when we look at the faller vortex in February, would you be able to Quantify what was the impact uh, on the overall business, uh, especially uh, when we look in Canada and the US? Is it something that you, you have uh, some ideas?
3: I'm sorry, I missed the first part of that didn't one. I apologize.
6: Oh, with respect to the polar vortex in February uh, in the US, in Western Canada would you be able to quantify the, the impact on your overall business at the Finnish master and Canadian Automotive?
3: Um, you know, we certainly are, are experiencing the same kind of uh, impacts when you look at the, the, the collision side in Canada. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's no question that we're, that our PBE sector has been impacted by the pandemic and is seeing the same slow recovery that we're seeing in the U.S.
6: Okay. So it's,
4: uh, okay. It's a few million, uh, Benoit. We, we assess it's a few okay. million. This is not a it's less than uh, less than five, but uh, it's not insignificant in terms of margin contribution when uh, when it happens, right? Okay. And it, it also okay. involved clo- it's also involved closing stores during in some cases during the weather storms that that we occurred, and some of our customers were actually shut down for a number of days uh, in certain markets.
6: Okay, and. and- specifically for finish master we've seen a strong improvement in margin uh but uh, do you see further opportunities to adjust costs and uh, boost the uh some uh, performance improvement plan in 2021
3: uh, Brent? yeah we're certainly working that right now on the runway in front of us as we really get more color that benoit will certainly share that uh, i think uh as we've said, we've, we've been really taking a deep dive into that for the last uh, few weeks and months, and, um, and certainly that's our focus right now. Okay, yeah, that's and, great. Benoit,
4: uh, I would yeah. add, right? Uh, as the market recovers, the sales will will uh, go up, and that will also help uh, the, the Finish master business and from an overhead absorption perspective, right? So uh, I think that as as the marketing uh, you know, go back and rebound, uh, you'll you'll see a lot of this going to the bottom line.
6: Okay, and where do you see Eric the, the margin uh, back once the, uh, the the sales reach the, the, the pre-pandemic level? Let's say in the second half of 2022, what is kind of the uh, targeted level for uh, Finish Master?
4: Well, as you know, we don't give color uh, on margins for a quarter. Uh, I think what we've indicated to the uh, investment community for Finish Master, we see uh, a margin in the range of 6 to 8%. Uh, and, and we believe that those ranges are sustainable. Okay,
6: but, you know, that's I, great. I, color. I, think,
4: uh, I think it's a matter more of revenue for us at, the, at this point. And as Brent said, there's uh, some initiatives underway to, to further. Uh, uh, help the, the the business and the performance, but you know, sales is an important element for us.
6: Okay, and last one for me, just with respect to the dividend, any any thoughts about the timing uh,
4: to reinstate the
6: dividend, if it's a priority or uh, in terms of timing, any color
4: would be great. Thanks. I, I think for the current time, uh, and it will be ultimately a decision of the board Benoit, But I think for the current time, the focus is on deleveraging more so than anything else. Uh, and I think that will be a, what, what will be a trigger point at some point.
6: That's perfect. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, Benoit.
1: Thank you. Next question will be from Jonathan Lemers at BMO. Please go ahead.
7: Thanks, Brent. In Canada, the distribution centers really outperformed the uh, corporate-owned stores. Is that dynamic sustainable? And, and these distribution center sales, is that sustainable at these levels?
3: Um, we believe so. I believe that we're seeing marked improvement in, in all channels of the business, with the exception, as I said earlier, just the PBE side of our business uh, in Canada. Um, substantial improvement in our corporate stores year over year, as well as we've seen um, the independents have done very well, and uh, we continue to support them.
7: Thanks. And uh, Eric, would you have the April organic sales by division to share with us, either relative to 2019, ideally, or year over year? Um,
4: no, I don't, I don't have that in front of me, but uh, all I can tell you, is it's positive vis-a-vis 2020, uh, for sure. Uh, a little bit short compared to 2019, as, as we would expect. Uh, but I think you'll you'll see the quarter-end uh, growth, and locate, we're happy with April, is what I would say. And uh, this seems to be a continuous good positive trend for the remainder of the quarter.
7: You have that chart showing that the uh, CCC claims counts for the month of March uh, were about 13% below 19, and that was better than... You know, we we're like you're seeing a, a nice steady sequential improvement from January, February, March. And into, 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 uh, like, did that continue into April?
4: Well, look, I, I think first, uh, as you know, February was a bit bumpy uh, because of the weather situation in the U.S. Uh, and look, uh, as I said, in, in the three businesses compared to April of 2020, obviously, uh, it, it's, it's in the right direction. Uh, and uh, Finish Master is uh, mimicking the market, as we said. So it's, it's all about the market uh, performance to, for us in the, in the coming weeks, months. Uh, but you know, we, we do believe that we're tracking market, and as the market rebound, uh, we'll get some goodness out of that.
7: Thanks. When should the investment community expect Brian McManus to begin joining these quarterly calls?
3: Um, Brian and I will talk, but I would would imagine probably uh, next quarter.
4: Okay.
7: Thanks for your comments. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions at this time, please slowly press star followed by one on your telephone keypad. And your next question will be from Zachary Evershed at National Bank. Please go ahead
7: morning, everyone. Congrats on the quarter. Good morning, Zach. Good morning. Can you speak to the size of the acquisition opportunities you're considering in Canada? And are you willing to pull the trigger on those today, or are you waiting to reach a certain leverage threshold?
3: Well, I would say that, you know, as we said, most of these will be viewed as tuck ins so they'll be accretive to our existing footprints um, so that we bring leverage to the model. Um, so the size of those will not be, you know, they'll be material to the business, but not necessarily transformational. Um, and I think, you know, as far as timing, you know, it's hard to always predict when uh, those are going to exactly happen. But we're certainly in, in, in process on a, on a number of fronts. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we, we're certainly managing prudently our, our, our cash and our covenant. So um, we'll make sure we're within both of those. That's helpful. Thanks. Last one for me.
7: Looking to regions that are opening up in the U.S. that are farther ahead, are you seeing any evidence of persistent headwinds to congestion or rush hour traffic patterns that could be due to increased work from home?
3: Look, I I think that that's the the phenomenon. We're all trying to figure out how to really dial that in um, because it's something that I think is going to be here. Uh, it's a new reality. Um, there's no real good benchmarks yet. Uh, everybody's doing a, a lot of statistical looks. I think we'll be a much smarter in that position probably you know, in the months and quarters to come. Um, but uh, certainly it's it's had an impact, uh, Jonathan, in the short term. All right. Thank you very much. I'll turn it over.
1: Thank you. As a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions, you will need to press star followed by one on your touchdown phone. And at this time, gentlemen, we have no further questions. Please proceed.
3: So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, and we look forward to updating you in the, in the quarters to come. And we'll talk to you to our, on our next quarterly call. Have a good day and please be safe. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this does indeed end your conference call for today. Once again, thank you for attending. And at this time, we do ask you to please disconnect your lines.